Hello, I'm Dwayne Peters with the Lupus Foundation of America, which is the founder and owner of the open access journal Lupus Science and Medicine that is published by BMJ. On this podcast, we will be speaking with Professor Ronald von Vollenhoven, who is the co-editor-in-chief of Lupus Science and Medicine. Professor von Vollenhoven is chair of the Department of Rheumatology and Clinical Immunology at the Amsterdam University Medical Centers and director of the Amsterdam Rheumatology and Immunology Center, ARC, in Amsterdam, the Netherlands. Our topic today is the 10th annual meeting of the Lupus Academy. Professor von Vollenhoven is a member of the Academy's steering committee, and he is with us today to share information about the Academy, the Academy's annual meeting program, and to highlight some of the topics that are being presented during this year's annual meeting. Professor von Vollenhoven, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Dwayne. Great to be here. Well, let's begin by telling us a little bit about the Lupus Academy. What is the Lupus Academy, and what is its purpose? The Lupus Academy is an international group that has as its goal to improve education around lupus and thereby also improve the outlook for patients with this disease. And the Lupus Academy started 10 years ago with an international group of clinicians and researchers with a vivid interest in furthering the cause of lupus and an organizational group stationed in the Netherlands and the United Kingdom. And together, these individuals have been able to make reality of the Lupus Academy in the form of an annual meeting that is indeed taking place for the 10th time this year. It's very exciting to be able to do that. It is unfortunately not possible to have the meeting live in view, of course, of the COVID pandemic. But for the second year in a row, we will be doing this digitally. It is a fully online program. Of course, that takes away from the interactive experience that we all very much appreciate at these meetings, but it does allow more people to actually be part of it and to get the learnings from this meeting. So this annual meeting is a two-day meeting, essentially, two and a half days. It is done online, and in this case, we have actually chosen also to do some parts of the program a few days in advance of the main program. The main program will be next week. And in addition to these annual meetings, the Lupus Academy as such also does some other things, which I'll just briefly mention, some satellite meetings in different parts of the world over the course of the years, and some learnings in the collaboration with EULAR as part of the EULAR School of Rheumatology. Thank you very much for that description of the Lupus Academy. It sounds like a very important function to disseminate information around the world to people who are engaged in the areas of lupus research, as well as care and treatment of people with lupus. Our next question is, what's new for this year's annual Lupus Academy meeting? What exciting new developments will be presented? The program of the Lupus Academy this year is again filled with exciting new things. Not only new things, because we obviously build also on older learnings, and it's not a scientific congress in the sense that people are only asked to present new data. We also review topics of general interest for those who provide healthcare to patients with lupus, possibly for the patients themselves, and also for those who do research in lupus. What is it that we start with? Where is the basic fundament of the knowledge about this disease? How do we treat the various manifestations of lupus? And so part of the program is really a review course, a state-of-the-art 
teaching situation. And that's already at a very high level of quality. So I'm very proud of how we are able to do that. We do get absolute top experts from all around the world to give lectures or to lead workshops dealing with many of the topics that are important in the day-to-day -day care of patients with systemic lupus erythematosus and other related diseases. So that's part of the program. But as I already alluded to, there are, of course, also going to be new things and we're very excited about the progress that is made in very many different areas that have to do with systemic lupus erythematosus, such as better understanding of the mechanisms, better diagnostic possibilities, an increased understanding of the impact that lupus has on the individual's life, the quality of life, the limitations, but also the opportunities for improvement. And then, of course, we are very excited about all the developments in the area of therapeutics for lupus, the new treatments that are coming or understanding existing treatments better, finding even more optimal ways of using them for the benefit of the patient. Well, it sounds like a very complete program and one that offers a little bit of something for everybody, regardless of their role in providing care, treatment, or research on lupus. Which topics do you think have the most interest among the participants of the Lupus Academy? Well, I think there are differences between those who participate to get the basic level of understanding of lupus, and they may particularly be interested in the workshops, where if they follow these workshops, I think it is fair to say that they will have a very good, solid understanding of how you treat lupus. I'll give a few examples. There is this one workshop that is led by Murray Urowitz, of course, one of the great lupus experts in the world, who will talk about how we can prevent damage from occurring in patients with lupus and even how we can reduce mortality, you know, which obviously is the most important uh, outcome in the end. And so I think he will be able to impart all his wisdom to those who say, well, what's the basics of treating lupus with those long-term goals in mind? Uh, Professor Zahir Amura from Paris, who is actually one of the chairs this year of the meeting, the chairship rotates through the members of the Lupus Academy. So this year it's Professor Zahir Amura and uh, Professor Andrea Doria from Italy. Zahir Amura will be speaking about how can we minimize the exposure to corticosteroids. You know, corticosteroids are used, prednisone used a lot, very important, can be life-saving, but also can cause many side effects with longer-term use. So what is the best strategy to minimize that? That's also a very basic concept for treating lupus. Another basic concept, of course, is simply looking at the organ systems, the skin. Skin disease and lupus, skin manifestations, very important. It will be addressed by two experts, uh, Professor Bernardo Ponce-Estel from Argentina, who is a member of the Lupus Academy Steering Committee, and also Professor Annegret Kuhn from Germany, dermatologist who has been a very highly regarded annually returning guest to the Lupus Academy. And there will be sessions on lupus nephritis, there will be sessions on pediatric lupus, neuropsychiatric lupus. So all these topics will be discussed in these workshops. Uh, and again, for those who are coming simply to get a good basic understanding of how to treat lupus, that will be the most important part of the Lupus Academy. For others, it may be that they have a very specific reason to be at the Lupus Academy. Maybe they want to understand more about where the research is now and how they, maybe being researchers themselves, would be able to contribute to that. For them, it may be more important to go to some of the plenary lectures where topics are going to be discussed that are really at the forefront of how our understanding is continuously getting better and deeper. And so Professor Mary Crow from New York will be presenting on the biology of interferons. 
And so I think we now recognize the very important role that interferons have in health and disease in general, extremely important signaling molecules, but of course, especially in lupus with a more negative role and perhaps explaining part of the disease in many affected individuals. And that will then also be expanded upon further by Yannick Krau from the United Kingdom and how that is involved in the lupus pathophysiology. And then what can you do with the knowledge of interferon and make it into a clinically applicable treatment option? And that will be discussed, like I think no one else can, uh, by Dr. Eric Morand from Australia, who will be talking about how interferon, the understanding of interferon and also blocking it, it's already emerging as a very important way of treating lupus in the future. Well, it certainly sounds like there's a very wide range of topics to be presented and discussed during this year's Lupus Academy annual meeting and presented by a very large group of lupus experts. It's a great tribute to the Lupus Academy to have such a very diverse group of presenters from around the world. Now, I understand, Professor Ronald von Vollenhoven, who is our guest today on this podcast, that you are co-editor-in-chief of Lupus Science and Medicine, and the journal is playing an important role with the Lupus Academy, publishing the abstracts that are going to be presented during this year's meeting. What other details can you provide us about the topics to be presented both during the Academy meeting and also being published in Lupus Science and Medicine? Yeah, so thank you, Dwayne, for that question, because I am personally also really happy about the way that Lupus Science and Medicine and the Lupus Academy have been able to partner up in recent years. Obviously, both are trying to fill an important role in the needs of patients with lupus, in the healthcare providers situation who want to try to help patients with lupus and the researchers who try to understand lupus better. And of course, for journal, that means trying to publish the best research and the best new clinical findings there are. We are very proud as Lupus Science and Medicine editorial team that we can publish the abstracts from this meeting. And that has been happening now for several years. And then on top of that, there is also the fact that at this meeting, I will have the opportunity to lead specific workshop on publication matters. And this is going to be a highly interactive sort of workshop where I will have the pleasure of discussing with colleagues from all over the world who you know, participate in the Lupus Academy and sign up for this particular workshop, how the world of publishing is changing, what is new, what is expected for the future. Think about the shift from journal publication in paper form to online. Think of open access as a huge global movement. And think also of the big increase in the numbers of publications and what each of their roles could be. And then we can also talk about if you want to publish, what should you think about? How do you get your results published in the best possible journal? What do you think about when you are writing? What do you think of when you're going through the process of submitting? And how can you ensure that you reach the right readers? And finally, that workshop will also spend a little bit of time on the specific issue of reviewing manuscripts. And I also want to pitch a little bit, I think, for anybody who is into the research or advancing medical knowledge, and you do publish yourself, then of course you also want to be reviewing papers because it's, it's what we do, it's part of the scientific effort, and it's a great principle, peer review, that I wholeheartedly support. 
for the Lupus Academy, what is really also very important is that we can look forward to seeing the presentations from the Lupus Academy as manuscripts in the future, as, as published articles. And this, again, is where Lupus Science and Medicine and Lupus Academy can be such great partners, because I can see already how some of the presentations from the Lupus Academy will undoubtedly be great journal articles that will be, I am certain they will be submitted. I know they will be peer-reviewed and very thoroughly, of course. I'm sure they will have some points that can be improved in the interaction with the reviewers, and I'm looking forward to having great publications. It's interesting that there are some publications that have appeared recently in lupus science and medicine that tie in very nicely to topics that are now at the Lupus Academy, because they're, as you can call them, hot topics, things that everybody wants to know more about, and I maybe can give you a few examples of that. There will be at the Lupus Academy a debate about the best way to treat lupus nephritis, you know, the, the kidney involvement. And the debate will be held between two highly regarded authorities, Professor Dimitrios Bumpas from Greece and Dr. Anno Teng from the Netherlands. And they will take opposite positions. I'm sure they could both take nuanced positions, but in this case, it's a debate and they will, I think, try to make their position a little bit more extreme. And Professor Bumpas will argue that if you treat patients with lupus nephritis, you should certainly try to treat them first with more established standard therapies alone. And only if that doesn't work, you should you go to the new emerging therapies, where I think that Dr. Teng will argue that we should embrace the new emerging therapies very radically and start using them as quickly as possible and as comprehensively as possible in both patients where it is indeed a possible option. And that is going to be a very interesting debate at the Lupus Academy. And for comparison, you could say that we've had actual publications in lupus science and medicine on this very topic, on the lupus nephritis. For example, there was already a recent publication just in February of this year, where people looked at the classification criteria that had been recently developed by EULAR and ACR in patients with biopsy-confirmed lupus nephritis. And the question was, do the new criteria actually correctly identify individuals who on biopsy have lupus nephritis? And it turns out that for the most part, of course, the criteria work very well, but it's important that we recognize that lupus nephritis as a pathophysiological entity can occur with a lot of other lupus manifestations or also in the, virtually in the absence of many other things. So both things are possible. And that was, I think, important additional information that is also going to impact on how this debate is going to take place. Okay, our final question is, what future developments are you looking forward to learning about during the Lupus Academy's annual meeting? So when I go to the Lupus Academy, I'm going to be listening a lot to new things about therapeutics, because it's so exciting to know that there are clinical trials being done, being completed, and being reported out almost on a monthly basis now in lupus, in systemic lupus erythematosus in general, and also in lupus nephritis. But every trial result raises some questions, and so you always want to look very carefully at the details. I think we will be hearing about the new trial with the Limumab that has already had its place in the treatment of lupus for many years in general lupus, but where now a clinical trial revealed that it was also very 
very effective in lupus nephritis. And it has led to approval by the FDA in the United States and a positive opinion in Europe by the CHMP so that we can consider it a new treatment option. And the big question is how to use it, where to use it, for which patients, what's the best place. That will be very interesting at the Lupus Academy to follow that discussion. And it will actually, as I mentioned already, uh, be a debate also. And then there will be other data on treatments that are not yet approved, not yet available, but that could be very interesting to hear more about. And I'm thinking especially about interferon antagonists. And a Frolumab is, of course, what people are now very interested in finding out. And there may be some other interferon-directed therapies as well. So I'm personally very interested in therapeutics, and I think that we are going to get a glimpse of what the future will bring for us as the healthcare providers, and especially also for those of us who are patients with lupus and who may look forward to a better future. Any final thoughts before we close? I'm very excited about having the opportunity to be part of the Lupus Academy. I encourage all my colleagues to consider also signing in now that it's online. It's relatively easy to do. There's no limited number, so you can sign up and you can enjoy some of the great speakers in the field of lupus, great insights from colleagues. And I think for those of you who are not able to, but want to read more about lupus, uh, please direct your attention to Lupus Science and Medicine, the online journal for systemic lupus erythematosus. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Professor. It sounds like it's going to be a very informative meeting that will help improve lupus research, care, and treatment around the world. Congratulations to you and the other members of the steering committee of the Lupus Academy. You can learn more about the Lupus Academy and the 10th annual meeting by visiting the Academy's website at lupus-academy.org. And as Professor von Vollenhoven mentioned, Lupus Science and Medicine is an open access journal. It's free. The address is lupus.bmj.com. We have been speaking with Professor Ronald von Vollenhoven, the co-editor-in-chief of Lupus Science and Medicine. He is chair of the Department of Rheumatology and Clinical Immunology at the Amsterdam University Medical Centers and director of the Amsterdam Rheumatology and Immunology Center, ARC, in Amsterdam, the Netherlands. For Lupus Science and Medicine and BMJ, I'm Dwayne Peters with the Lupus Foundation of America. Thank you for listening.